Hey y'all. It's us again, EJ and Luana with another episode of ATL Watering Hole. And so our it's a vibe is yo, it's Black History Month. Yes. And we're black, so it's every day for us, you know. <laughs> Even if you're not black, Even if it you're should not be black. every day for you. Because, Absolutely. Um, what would this world be without black men? Listen here. It, well, you took away all men. of the stuff that we, black folks have contributed to this country and this world. Um, I think y'all would be a little lost out here. You won't okay. be able to use no traffic light. I was just about to get the words right out of my mouth. Right? If you can see the faces we are making. So it's a vibe. Yes, we hope that you will look up something um, as it relates to black history and learn something new. Yes. Um, and but for the purposes of this podcast, we looked up some things. Yes, we did. So I did not know that the United Kingdom and the Netherlands actually celebrate Black History Month in October, my birthday month. Okay, now I love it. Which goes to speak further to the the thought that every month is Black History. Again, like I said, absolutely. Because we put the nail off the paper. So, if you guys are planning to take a trip in twenty twenty one because you were stuck in the house in twenty twenty, hey. Go to the Netherlands. Yes. In October. Yes. Or the Smithsonian Museum in uh, DC, which I definitely want to get to. The they have one of the biggest Black History museums. Um, and if you aren't aware, we're gonna just share some facts. Also, you should know that the Black Panthers launched other programs such as dental care, free breakfast, drama classes in the underserved Black communities. I feel like yeah. a lot of the stuff that we know about the Black Panthers is huge. Yeah. I did know that though, and that's awesome. And by the way, if I could have been a Black Panther, I would. I think and I would have been too. Today, I would. Be. I might not be the face, so I certainly definitely in the background making sure them kids was getting their food. So wherever y'all need me, I could be on the front line, back line. I'm just trying to be in the field. Am I all black with that love? Black on black on black on black you on black. Blackity blackity black. I got the fro ready to go. Yes. Oh, look at this one. Here's another good fact. John Mercer Langston became the first African-American lawyer in the United States when he passed the bar in 1854. He is also the great uncle of famed Harlem Renaissance poet Langston Hughes. Okay. Now that fact was definitely for us because as you guys should know, we are both lawyers and hey, he paved the way. It's a I love it. Okay, Mr. John Mercer Langston. Thank you. I love it. He, it's a vibe. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. We got to. Um, and then I do just want to do a small short plug. Um, I know that a lot of people are still in the house trying to stay quarantine safe or getting quarantine feet, whatever you may be doing. Um, doing it and so doing it and doing it well. Who have children. Um, I have a good friend. Her name is Tracy. Well, her name is Tracy, but uh, her DJ name is Tracy. And, oh, she's, um, she's okay. a DJ. And she will be doing a one-hour virtual lesson to teach young people about the blues, R&B, soul, and disco influence that Black people and Black culture has on today's music. Okay. Because, again, it's a vibe. It's and a vibe. the culture, what would the culture be without Black magic? <laughs> so, again, Nothing. Um, Look that up. I know. I guess people don't really follow me. I don't know how they. What? When is this event? 
This is on February 13th. Okay, well, we'll make sure we share that in the comments because I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll put the link in the comments. Um, tickets are on sale now, but I know, like, when you have children at home, mm -hmm. you could possibly be I, looking I, for a fun I, I just want to participate while I got to have kids. I mean, you can participate, but I'm talking about for the audience. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's saying it's for the kids. I'm okay. just going to tell you what the, what the post is. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be it'll be cool, uh, and it's a great thing to entertain your children for an hour. Absolutely, yeah. I love it. And support her because that's a black business. Listen here, she please is, do. She's doing her thing, and I'm speaking, you know, from the heart when I say she got skills. Okay, so we're definitely gonna make sure that we Shout have all. That info in the comments so you guys can definitely support. That sounds awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. I love it. So yeah, okay. So the topic for today, and this topic came to us, or to Luana anyway. She was having a moment. You, it felt like you was having a moment. <laughs> felt like you was having a moment. Because in addition to February being the month of Black History, it's also the month of love. love. Oh, and of course, we're supposed to do Love 365, but this is the month where some people might need a little extra help to make sure that they, you know, shower love on their significant others and other people in their lives, you know, let them know that they're appreciated in whatever way that is. Yeah. So, I want to love, love. You know me. I love, love, love. But anywho, I don't know. We, <laughs> We, just, we were having a conversation and she was in her feelings big time and she was just like, romance is dead. I actually made a post on Facebook, guys. I said that um, romance is an endangered species and I don't like it. And I don't like it. Like, uh, Listen here, she knew what she was doing. Everybody was in them comments like, you okay? You need an intervention? First of all, why did... Yeah, everyone was. Okay. I was wondering why. Like, why did y'all feel like that was a, oh, I'm jumping off the ledge? I was speaking straight back. Are y'all not privy to what's going on out here in the street? Again, I guess it depends on what's out... The, what streets you looking at, I suppose. Oh, okay. So I thought I was in the same streets as everyone else, but everyone thought I was speaking personally, but I really was making an observation. I really, really feel just in comparison to, you know, when I was like in undergrad. So that would have been what? Seven years ago? I can't hear you. What are you saying? I'm just the math now without aging myself. Relax. Bitch, you about to be 30. I know what I'm about to be. What I need to know <laughs> is a point of reference for years. I'm going to just say in the earlier 2000s, there's been a shift from like the dating scene. Well, again, this is the ATL watering hole. So we're talking about what's what's really going on out here. Again, it's it's we're looking at life before COVID and life after COVID. And clearly the COVID don't seem to be going nowhere. She didn't, she didn't. Decided she gonna stay for a little while, so. She didn't, but I just feel like again, she has changed the dynamics of how people are moving. And not for the better, in my opinion. I do feel like COVID was the icing on the already baked cake, and that cake would be the death of romance. And I said, I mean, you guys attacked my status, but I said it was in danger, not extinct. So shit, <laughs> if you're the exception to the rule, that's cool. But endangered means fleeting. <laughs> like you would have right, right, right. So I do feel like, like I don't know. I remember dating in the early 2000s. I felt there was just more of an effort 
in general. This isn't male, female specific, just overall. You know, the caliber of dates that you go on, you can sense the effort and the thought that was put into those dates. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, from being a teen to um, early 2000s for me, I didn't really feel like I was going on dates. I was meeting people and like at college or whatever. At the time when I was in school, the, the big thing that people were using in terms of social media was Black Planet. Oh. It was a, t- did you, do you know what Black Planet is? I know what it is. Okay. Okay. So Black Planet is what Facebook was, is, is like, now. I had my Okay. So I ha- I've had MySpace. And, but as far as like meeting people, Black Planet was the thing mm-hmm. at that time. And so I was at Michigan State from about 2001 to 2003 ish, right? So um, I don't, people weren't dating to me. It was like you met somebody, you liked each other, all of a sudden y'all together. together. It wasn't necessarily That's a date. Like it is now. Right. And so it's not since I've been now since I've been an adult, I've actually gone on dates and actually spent time with people that weren't I wasn't, you know, automatically like, okay, now you're the the boyfriend or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is. Um, So I do think in a sense, however, yes, dating has still changed in the standards in terms of people were too busy making assumptions versus actually opening up their mouths and saying, hey, are we together or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? People weren't bringing flowers on dates. Men don't bring flowers on dates anymore. At least not at the beginning. You do realize you took a 10-year lapse. I did take a 10-year lapse. You're talking about, and then the time that we're in now, you're saying now is better than what you experienced then. I don't know if it was just because I was inexperienced that I just that's why my experience is so different versus when I became an adult and I just had higher expectations because like we're looking at this article and it's talking about how dating has changed. People's per- people's expectations have lowered. So not to read the whole article or anything, but the article is from a uh, site called Thought Catalog and the title of it is The Ugly Reason Why Romance is Dead and Gone. This article was actually posted in 2017. So this is before the pandemic. And I'm telling you, this is my thought process started before the pandemic. Like COVID was just the icing on the cake that was already baked. So I'm just going to read one line from the article that says romance is dead because somewhere along the way our standards dropped. We stopped expecting red roses hand delivered to our doorstep during the first date and got used to hanging out without putting a label on the relationship. And that's where I feel like I came into the whole dating thing. It was like a situation where you would like a person and if you were spending a lot of time with them exclusively, even if though you weren't together, you to some degree felt like you were. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes somewhere along the lines, the, the script would get flipped on you and somebody would be like, oh, well, we're not together. But you're expecting all the relationship stuff. And you're saying that that was romance in the sense. Not so much that it was romance, but just, again, how everything has changed. The totality of everything. So, so dating, romance. What do you feel like it is now? If that's what it was then, what do you feel like As of now, I think romance has, has gotten better in my personal life. Okay? So my expectations of what I want, I'm more willing to say say it versus like this article was saying that somehow we started being nonchalant mm-hmm. like trying to pretend like we didn't care about certain things as it relates to romance mm-hmm. even though you do really want that because i think at one point i did tell my boyfriend about i didn't want flowers but that was a lie i love 
flowers. I'm like, I don't have to tell this man. I don't like flowers. You know? So for you, it hasn't died. It's come alive. I wouldn't, it's come alive, but just that the level of romance that we have works for us. So like, he brings me flowers quite consistently. Um, I feel like the difference between you and I, though, is my post was not me specific. It was a general observation of the state of things, which is what the article is referring to. Right. Your perception seems slanted to your select experience in your relationship. And you may be the minority to the to the majority. You see what I'm saying? You may be the exception to that rule. And that's fine. But you're not out here. But here's, my, but here's the other interesting thing about that. Now, when we talked about this whole romance thing, it was like you were pulling also examples of where romance was alive in your friend's relationship. So where, where, where are you looking to say that the state of things are so bad? Are you looking at... No, no, not all my friends. No? Okay. <laughs> no, not all my friends. I have several friends, I think. You know, romance is alive in some people's relationship and it's lacking in others. But I'm okay. looking at, you know, what I experienced when I was dating, you know, okay. when I was single, right. um, then versus now. I hear stories, horror stories from other single people. I hear stories from married people and I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I hear some stories that are good, you know, like your relationship, you, you know, but overall. So my perception, my my take on things is pulled from many different places. It's pulled from my experiences as a single woman, my experiences as a, as a woman in a relationship now versus a relationship, you know, five years ago. Um, my experience as a friend to someone who's single in a new relationship. My experience as a friend to someone who's in a 14-year marriage. My experience as a friend to someone who's also in a new relationship and met off of a dating app. Like, I have different friends from all different walks of life who talk to me about their relationships or whose relationships I am privy to or get to experience. I also am out here dating. Then I got in a relationship. So it's all of that. It's the totality of things. It's what I see on social media. It's what I see when I go out. How I watch people interact with one another how I listen to people talk to one another. We don't lead from a place of love anymore. I just don't think we do. Hmm. I go in Kroger and I see the flower section way too full. Way too full. The little, the, the little florist lady, she throwing stuff out. I'm like, what the hell? What you get that for? They're just not selling. Oh, okay. Because in the wrong, in my opinion, if you're not spending money on these, you know, elaborate dates to go to expensive dinners or um you know opera shows or whatever then that leaves a whole lot of room for the little things like bring some flowers home and make the home feel more beautiful since we in that day well okay so is that a responsibility that is always put on our partners? Do do we need to be stepping up our game too? That was just one example. No, it's not gender specific in my opinion. I feel like everyone stopped trying. So whereas the men stopped trying to bring flowers in that last example I gave, women stopped giving a fuck. We started talking about fuck that nigga, get a bag. Well, okay. So this, this, the last two years has been what? Hot girl summer? 
All I'm saying is like it's like you said. Oh, get that head, get that bread. Oh, oh what's the other one? Throat song. baby. I ain't, I ain't even heard the whole song, <laughs> but I I've been hearing about it. It's deep. It's real deep. I was like, I'm I bet. Not ready for these. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, I'm not ready for these streets out here. I legit text my boyfriend. Save me. Wow. Save me, because they're talking about things, and I'm just like, my eyes are wide open. I feel like. So we did kind of talk about this in terms of the music. Do we feel like the music or I guess these celebrities and the stuff that they're promoting as far as their music is influencing Definitely. some of the things that we're experiencing in these relationships? But how about how many right. people our age are really listening and taking this All in of us. versus All the of us. young folk? All of us. Oh, no. You ain't listening to you Wanna listen to the band? Cause I'm pretty sure you can't talk about doing the body yadi yadi choreo. I only know body yadi yadi. I couldn't you tell you the rest of the words. You sent me the damn um savage song before I had even heard it. So to act like you're not out here in this. But see, here's the thing. I hear it, but I don't take it into my spirit. That's what you think. But see, that's the thing. That is the thing, girl. That's what they say. It's you have to be careful what you let in the gates. So the gates are your eyes, your ears, you know. You think you're not receiving it, or you think you're not internalizing it, but that's what studies have shown. You do, to a certain extent. Even when you think you don't, on a minute scale, your body still internalizes whatever it is you're listening to. What well, I can tell you right now, I listen to Body, Body Adi Adi would be one of them songs I would be listening at the gym or at the club. It's not something that's playing on in rotation in my in my phone. In my phone is. Okay. The majority of the time is love songs throughout this phone. Maybe a breakup song here or two, but it ain't nobody out of and it certainly ain't no throwback. And again, perhaps you are the minority, but the majority of people are hearing those songs on repeat on their way to work. And then the crazy part about it is that uh, even the, the songs from the perspective of men, where they are, a lot of these rappers are talking negative about relationships and women, most of them is Buddha, Buddha. But that's not what they're talking about. It's kind of like when uh, Beyonce out here singing single ladies, but she going home to her husband. But then what does boot up in 2021 look like? That's what I'm saying. Oh, so like the Lord. article said, we're accepting That article less. from 2017. Okay, but the article said, we're accepting less just for the sake of saying that we have someone to call our own. So yeah, they booed up, but does that mean they have romance? They booed up, but at what cost? Just for the sake of saying you got a boo. But again, so my thing is when it comes to romance, is it something that should be a shared responsibility yes. be in, with a couple? Because I just feel like sometimes we as women put too much on men to just co solely do romance and we're not romantic. Well, preach that. Come on to the front pew, sister. I don't disagree with that. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So all I'm saying, are we leading from a place that we want to be followed, if that makes sense. I, I'm not, I can't say anything, because like I said, I think it's the dynamic that I was explaining in my status about how it is designed, right? Right. Is not gender specific. So I think we have both dropped the ball. Okay. Male and female. Okay. So have where do you feel like women have dropped the ball? I just told you, high girl coming. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> But, I, 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 but, but that's what I'm saying. They'll say that in person, but be at home crying. But does it matter? Yes, it matters. Because what you don't show your partner, 
Half the time these women don't have no partners and be crying because they don't have a partner. But that's not what they're giving off. So only what you show to your partner when it comes to romance, right? Right. What you think in your mind and what you do in private is not what dictates the romance. It's what you show me. It's how you make me feel. Okay. What you so what does the want to do? Uh-uh, we're not doing that. Oh, we're not doing that? Oh, no, okay. I think, okay, so because I am going to say this. I do think that romance is subjective. So you owe it to yourself and to your partner to explore what things make you feel loved, what things, you know, tickle your fancy and light that fire. I was just going to say, are we communicating to our, if, if you are in a relationship, um, what you is, expect in terms of romance? Is that acceptable to say, hey, babe, these are the things that I like, you know? I think it should be acceptable, but again, the nature of things has changed. So we went from a culture that was very heavy on communication and person-to-person interaction so now everything's behind a computer screen or through a text message instead of a phone call. So now it went from how you said something to just what you said or what I thought you said or how I thought you said it, you right. know? And so now the human interaction feels forced. We've created drones on. So yes, it should always be okay. It should always feel like a safe place to communicate to your partner what you need in the romance department. But because we're so far detached from communication on in any sense of the word, we don't feel comfortable talking about anything, hmm. including romance. I really got to sit with this one just because. Because I think what? Did you think it's alive and well? No, it, okay. I do think that we could all use some spice here and there to keep it fresh mm-hmm. or whatever. I just think, um, I don't know. I, I get, probably my my thoughts on romance would be different if I wasn't booed up. I don't know. What I, what would I, I'm one? I'm kind of curious. What mm-hmm. would EJ in twenty? I guess. I think, or just put yourself outside. So. Aside from your relationship, the things that you hear from your friends, the things that you see, do you feel like? Well, do you hear a lot of romantic stories. Mm, okay, so I'm trying to think. Um, I, I, I guess maybe I'm not necessarily looking for it per se. I'm trying what to. What are you looking for? It's what would you be what, what do you mean? What so like for instance, my, okay, so I have a cousin who's been married for a very long time. They have three children and they seem to have a pretty good relationship. So um they love doing home improvement projects. And so she wanted to redo the kitchen and her husband is very handy. And so he redid the entire kitchen for it. it took a couple of weeks, but he did it. Mm-hmm. And it came out really really nice and I feel like that's a form of romance in terms that he, you know, he did what his wife wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go on family vacations all the time. They take these really beautiful family photos. They usually do it once or twice a year. Okay. Um, and they just seem like a very genuinely happy couple um, mm-hmm. to where I feel like that, that in a sense, is romance. Okay. You know, so I'm just kind of like, so what, what is romance? Okay, so then I, that, I have that cousin. And then I have another cousin who's been married to our high school sweetheart for over 10 years. They have four kids. Um, it has not been easy. It's, it had its up and downs, but they praise each other constantly on mm-hmm. social media and all of the things that they've gotten through. His mother passed a couple years back before their um, their um, fourth daughter, the fourth child and only daughter was born. Um, 
But I do think that they have taught me quite a bit. They're much younger than me, but even still, um, I'm envious of their relationship is what I'm saying. And I, he always dopes on her, Okay. you know? Um, so I don't, I feel like what is our expectation of romance? It doesn't always have to be so over the top. You know what I'm saying? And not to, not to say that, like you said, it is subjective. So I, I think I feel like now that I'm really thinking about it, I have seen instances of romance. It's just not the typical romance that most of us are used to, mm-hmm. like the flowers and, you know, maybe going on exotic trips all the time and stuff like that. Because, if, again, if you got a whole bunch of kids, you ain't going to be able to do all of that. Life be life. You know, life be life. And my my uh, my stepsister has been married to her husband. They've been together 17 years. They have four children. Um, and she started a company. Uh, um, she bakes and she does amazing bake. I wish she would send me something. Jamie, talking to what? you. She's all the way in California, but I, I'm getting me some stuff. But the point of the matter is he supports her all the time. He shares everything that she's making and um, telling people to support the business. I just love how he supports her. I feel like that's romance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't feel like supporting. You don't feel like support is romance. What does okay? So that's what I'm saying. So what for, that's just one example. To okay, me where we disagree. Okay. I don't think support is romance. Like romance means icing on a cake. Okay. Again, the cake is the standard. All so right. It's like saying, do you have a job or do you have a good job? So as an adult, you gotta have a job. That's the standard. Right. Right. Now the quality of job that's the icing. Right. Right. So do you work at McDonald's or are you a doctor? Whatever. But the standard. If you're over the age of 21, then you got a job. 18, even. You got a job. So to me, if we're in a relationship, the standard is support. That's not romance. Romance is the icing. Support is a part of the cake. Nigga, we ain't making no cake without these but, eggs. Okay, so what, like, support is one of the ingredients. Well, the support always needs to be, I guess, on where, again, you're sharing it on social media and things like that. I'm not telling you how to support me, but I'm saying support in and of itself is not romance to Support in and of itself is standard. It's what I expect. Hmm. You with me? We are we are a team. It's like <laughs> it's like how my friend always says. You know, we've come to a place where people are so excited to get participation trophies. You want to be praised for doing the bare minimum. You want to be praised for showing up. And I just don't, I don't think that's the extra. To me, romance is the extra. And you supporting me, I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Again, if someone else feels like that's romance, by all means, I'm not in your relationship. I kind of want to see what the definition of romance is. I just want to see. Like, what does, let's read it. I just want to see what the definition is. And then I think you had asked me if I mentioned this to my. Okay, so this says romance. As a noun, a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Two, a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. See? Three, a medieval tale dealing with a hero of chivalry That's of the kind of common in romance languages. Okay, so if you go back to the first definition, because obviously the medieval one is not romance. That's talking about a novel. Okay. Um, but it is talking about like with chivalry and all that stuff, so. Apart from the everyday, something that is exciting and unexpected. You said something like that. Say it again. You said something apart from the everyday. We 
Oh, the second one, a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. Remoteness from everyday life. Okay, right. so back to what I was saying about the cake and icing. Right. Support is an everyday thing. Nigga, I need to feel like you support me every day. Like, that's an every, that's to me, not something that would fall into the romance category because it is an everyday thing. Okay. I feel like that. Right. Romance is something that I don't expect to get every day, and when I get it, I'm excited. It's the extra. Like how I can eat pound cake without icing. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can eat pound cake without icing. You but can. You get the icing, it's like, okay. <laughs> and you take that pick up or not? Yeah, I can love it. cream cheese. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. It ain't waxy. It's not, I hate waxy. Oh, and I hate it when it's wrong. When that icing is wrong, mm -mm. it throws the whole cake off. So, yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. Um, yeah, I don't. I think it's dying, and I just want for us to revive. Like whatever we gotta do to revive, resuscitate. Let's just bring it back. Okay, so I'm challenging us to start romance with ourselves again. Oh, girl, I'm real romantical. Okay, so what do you need to do? Since you, since you, you out here, you bringing, you bringing the heat. You, are you willing to share girl, some of your secrets? Yeah, I, have. Uh, I am the fire. Okay. Uh, I just trying to keep it laughing. Hold on. Hold on one second, y'all. As you were saying, I try to keep it laughing. That's all I'm gonna say. Like I do, I will say this. Like, I do a good job of asking questions. I'm very intentional about my questions. Like, what do you like? What excites your soul? You know, what makes you happy? What makes him jump? Because I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure all that out. Because if you can give me a few tools for success, then I'm going to use the tools. If, I, if it's within my power to do so, I'm going to hear about you. you know? Right. Um, so Valentine's Day is coming up, and I was looking at things that I wanted to get for the boo. And I, initially, I was looking at the more, like, sentimental type stuff. But then I started thinking to myself, he doesn't really respond to stuff like that. I do. So I said, well, let me get something that I know he likes. So right now he's been building his, his aquarium. We bought for Christmas. We got a 70 gallon tank okay. and he got all the stuff that he needed to get it together for a salt for salt fit for fishing, you know, salt aquarium or whatever. Okay. Saltwater aquarium. Um, so I got him stuff for the aquarium as his Valentine's Day gift because that's what moves him. So I think with romance. You also want to be, like you said, asking the right questions to your partner about what it is they like. Because there's romance to you and then there's romance to, to them. them. And so that's why I say, you say, what you know, what tips can I share about what I do? I ask the questions because I do. I want to know what makes your heart to be. Um, but I, I'm of that. I'm just like, I think of myself as a fun person to be around. I don't ever like you I. feel like, oh, you I. <laughs> okay. I mean, I wouldn't be recording this show with you if I didn't think you was high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't like you're a little it. saucy. I got the sauce. Oh, um, oh, doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, I don't like to sit and feel like you know, like I'm watching paint dry. You know, like if we spend time together and it's dead space, I could have done that by myself. You know, I don't. I just, I don't. I don't like that. So. I'm very much a free spirit, and you just never know what you and this free spirit word. Oh my god! Am I not though? Am I not? Yeah. I, 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 what does that even mean? Sometimes I'm like, I have too much. I blow spirit. with the wind. That's what it means. Free spirit. Whatever you want to call it. Lord. 
Anyway. That's probably why this topic hit you in the first place. Maybe. The free spirit Maybe. ass. It could be. Um, but I, yeah, I think you got to keep it hot. You got to keep it exciting. Because why not? Life is short. It's so um, is. Be here with many gone, but next. But you did ask me before we got on here if I posed this question about or this thought that I have about romance being dead to my boo. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> I did bring it up to him, but I didn't say it like, oh, romance is dead. I just said, what did I say? I was like, I feel like sometimes our dating situation feels too complacent. Like it just feels very yeah. And I don't know, is it, to me, when you're in a relationship that you're comfortable in, is that bad? It depends on what's comfortable is different than complacent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like I need another definition. Uh, I should feel like this up. But complacent <laughs> isn't going to give me the word, that, the definition that I need. Um, I'm, I'm just curious to see what it means versus content or, you know what I'm saying, comfortable. Like it's fine to be comfortable and it's. Complacent says showing smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievement. Okay, so in a relationship setting, that would be like, we haven't really achieved anything great together. We're just comfortable. So does that compare to what we're talking about as it relates to romance? Well, yeah, we haven't even done anything. We hadn't tipped the iceberg. We hadn't found out what makes each other tick, but we're not mad at each other, so we comfortable just sitting here chilling, being I. I want to be better than I. You know that as one song, they only put out one song, right? Oh. I nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, I'm trying to see We can't sing all the rest. We'll sing this off of the record. And the, the rivers. rivers. I can see all that. All, all that. All, all that. that. I'm not crazy. They only have one song. They only needed one because they did it. That's shit. That's, and so when I think. Yeah, but they talking about doing it. it. They ain't talking about romance. But if you romance me right, doing it is going to be that much better. I guess. Anyway, I think of it being like, okay, I'm okay with not seeing none of that. I caught a nut. Right. What's the next level? <laughs> You know, like, can we get to the next one? I can do my I'm own thing. I'm trying to see the sun. <laughs> 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 and so that goes back to the point that I just made previously yeah. about if we got to sit here and just be doing nothing and it's blank space, I can do that by myself. It's the same thing with catching a nut. I can do that by myself. Damn. Let's challenge ourselves to take it to the next level. Where is that excitement? Where is that spontaneity? You know, that. Set my soul on fire. And see, that's why everybody came back to me. Oh, Lord. Oh, baby. I'm just your friend. Oh, Lord. You were alive. I just were alive. Okay, but, yeah. I'm alive. Sometimes I do want to switch. I want to switch brains with men sometimes because I feel like if if I'm going to say something that I feel like that's missing from romance, I do wish men were more creative. That that's the one thing I do wish because creativity do not cost a lot, which is why the pandemic is the death of you. Because in the pandemic, you're forced to be what? What creative? No, but they ain't doing it. That's why it's the death. 
because you are forced to be they just they more so on the apps mark. they go on the dates they go on one or two dates and like okay what you trying to do exactly you, like and what's so, up when, okay so COVID, <laughs> i spent money on you at the applebee's so, so that's just, can i come over now <laughs> frequently back to back come back quarantine right together okay so that's what i'm saying COVID left us with nothing but creativity and creativity for us and create women with, black yeah. with the men. And so now what? I don't know. When you left, a COVID left you with creativity. When niggas ain't rising to the occasion to meet that creativity, then what? We ain't got nothing out here struggling. Do you hear me? Scraping, for grasping, for struggling. So my thing is okay, again, is this something that we have slacked on in terms of telling men, or do we just expect them to know? It's not a man specific. Even still, what is your question? Okay, I'm sorry, maybe I'm just a question. I don't know. I just feel like when we were talking about this, so okay, uh, let me backtrack because I, I want to make sure I'm really deep listening here. You're not saying that it's men. You're not saying it's women. You're just saying it's a collective. I am. Everybody, Correct. everybody got to do better. Correct. Okay, so this is that's what I'm saying. What is Luana going to do to lead the pack? No, but I'm saying we want to be the change that we're trying to see. So what are you going to do differently to, to you know, spice it up on your end? To, so, so first of all, I'm spicy. I wish the other world would catch this spice. So all I can do is tell you the things that I'm doing and hope that y'all put it into practice. Okay, so that's um, what I want to hear. One of which is have those tough conversations. Stop talking through text. Stop talking through computer screens. Look someone in the eye and ask them the meaningful questions. What makes your heart skip a beat? What makes her get wet? What makes him jump down there? I mean, ask the goddamn like that's one. That's okay. okay. My one piece of advice. Okay. Of advice. My second piece of advice is um, tap into your creativity. That was a great thing. I wholeheartedly agree that the need for creativity has increased. And so when that need increases, I think. You know, you. I want to, men to use their words more. I'm, I'm, I'm. I always want action, but I do want to hear the words. It. I'm no, no, I'm just saying in general. Everybody can in general. I'm, but okay, so since you, since you said that, I'm going to lead by example in terms of using my words to express appreciation, love, whatever it is. That is something because I want that for my partner as well. For him to be able to, like for instance, I was telling Luana that I bought this card game. Now, I bought this card game earlier in our relationship, but some of the questions are like really deep that I feel like you need a little more time to be together to really answer. But I do want to get to a place where we can go through these cards and be able to express with our mouths about certain things, about how we feel about our relationship, how we've gotten to this place and where we ultimately want to go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, don't be afraid to try new things. I think a lot of people are very, I don't know what the word is. I call it like, <laughs> like when you just stuck in, you're very stuck in what you know. And so you fear the unknown. So it's almost like people who've been eating chicken fingers all their life. You ask them if they want to try some caviar. And because it's something they've never had, they're like, I can't, I won't, I will not. You Use this, but I would if it, was, if it was offered to me. And so that's something that, again, Luana does. Come on. 
Ooh. She a whole mess. What is it? Um, you should have seen this body roll. <laughs> oh my god. We might have to start taping this to where y'all can see her. Absolutely. <laughs> um, that's another thing I would say. Don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Creativity outside of you know your comfort zone and communication. Yeah, I think communication is probably number one on that because again, you That's can't what know what people ne- want or need in terms of what they think romance is for them if you're not having conversations. Because I can bring my man flowers and he'll be like, "What's this?" But it's twofold. Once you have the conversation and you find out what they like, if something that they like happens to be outside of your comfort zone, be willing to take it to that level. For them. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Nah, he, he, this he, man he, over he, here he talking about he want to go water, white water rafting well, and skydiving. Like, I might do the white water. I don't know about that skydiving okay, thing. We'll meet him in the middle. I'm just saying do something because this shit, you know, it's hmm, not. That actually sounds like something worth thinking about since, you know. Yeah. What? All I'm saying is, I again, I'm going to lead by example the things that I want, again, to make sure that I'm keeping it spicy, that we ain't losing the heat. Run it down. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think when I, I, told, when I told my boyfriend, I was like, well, I just think, you know, I have a relationship with you, I'm right? I was like, well, did he take offense to that? I think so. Cause I would take offense to that. Like this. Time but if you know me, you know. I'm just being honest. Do you feel like you? I'm being unfair. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause y'all been together. What? It's been what? Y'all been dating a total of how long? Uh-huh. It ain't been six months. No, not even. Not even close. Has it been a month? Two months. Two months? Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna pray for this man. Maybe a, maybe a month. Whole heart. Like a month and a half. You a lot. Is it? Is it bold small print though? No, baby. It's, it's bold cap 18.5. Uh, when you met, okay, so when you first met me. Stylized five. Can you read it? When you first met me versus knowing me now, is it that far off? From but here's the thing experience? it's a whole different animal knowing you as a friend versus a boo. No, it's not because the way I introduced myself to you as a friend on day one ain't I the same on day what? 6,001? Am I not? I, but you, so you don't think it's different in terms of relationships? No, because the same way I presented myself to you as the friend that I am still today is the same way I present myself to someone in a relationship. Like if I know you're trying to date me, I present to you the the Moana you're getting when you're dating her. Hmm. It don't change. I'm like a cartoon character's clothes. Shout out to my homie. Who I saw that from. I was gonna say, what's that about? He said he's consistent. He don't change like a cartoon. Okay, so now I want to ask. I want to ask some more men. So the next time we come back for our next uh, episode, we're gonna we're gonna bring back what the men are saying about what they think about romance. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really respond to me. He just said, like, when I said it to my boo, he was like. What are you talking about? <laughs> Our relationship is fine. It's perfectly fine. But I feel like, again, it's fine by whose standard? 
relationship, like romance is subjective and you're only weighing in based off of your opinion of things, but you haven't taken the, t- a t- the time to ask me what I need or what I want or what I like. Because if you did, you would know you ain't doing so again we want to hear from you guys what do you think about the state of romance um in your life and around you so please and email us this. how do we Ex- we don't know if it existed atl watering hole atl watering hole at gmail.com please let us know what you think um, I'm trying not to let her influence me and have me going home and telling this man we don't have no romance. You're the exception to the rule. You don't. I don't have know. To trying to put yourself in this sinking ship. You're yeah. not. Home. You ain't in that ship either, though. Oh my god. <laughs> Who, Jake? I'm gonna pray for your strength because she just be he's strong. Be doing a lot. Not strong, but he's strong. Doing a lot. He's strong. He got it. He what do y'all think about romance out here? I think I was looking up one other article about. Um, what was this article saying? This one is about what the pandemic has done for dating. Many single Americans have been more intentional about who they date, are having deeper, she disagrees with this, are having deeper conversations and are spending more quality time with new partners. I will say from what I've heard and seen, like you know, different podcasts and things like that, it seems that people are not necessarily playing around as much because you don't have the time to do that and the, the pandemic is real out here so you don't necessarily want to be inviting a whole bunch of folks into your house and mess around and that'd be your last date and your last day on earth because you you know you got the wrong i just feel like uh the whole more intentional is an illusion it may be more intentional but not in the sense that you would like it to be. it's more intentional in the sense of your intention is to not be in solitary confinement anymore people are lonely they said the dating acts is popping out here. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, because like for single people like myself, you know, well, before. Girl, before you don't get yourself hurt. Yeah, you do know what I mean. Do we, do we? Oh my gosh. I'm messing <laughs> with you. I'm saying, you know, it's hard when you don't have children or anything like that and day in, day out, you're, you know, uh, confined to one space. You're not really going out meeting new people, so to speak, like in a club setting or whatever, because you're scared. So it's like, okay. So you on these dating apps trying to filter through the foolishness, and you only can dedicate so much time to that before you're like, all right, let me just narrow these shitty options down to the least shitty and and move on. Do you? Oh, I hope that's not what you feel like. Okay, I was gonna say like that's not what I did, but I'm just saying that I can see how a lot of people are moving like that, especially people who aren't. I'm an only child, so solitary confinement to a certain extent don't bother me, you know. Right. But there are people who are really struggling in this time in so many ways that they're not able to communicate. And so it just takes on these different forms, and one of which is how they move on dating apps now. Right. Because they can't, you know, they haven't gone to therapy. They haven't done the work. They're not only children. They're used to being in the club every weekend now. They're not, you know? Right. Because they have asthma. And they know that might take them out the game. Out the game. So that that's totally different um, than me. And so, yeah, I can see how someone could easily slip into, like, oh, well, let me just pick the best out of these three. 
the one with the limp might have to work. And go home. Because hell, even if I'm dating him, hell, he's gonna be in my house. Ain't nobody got to know. True. Uh, people probably overhear entirely too much. If you're gonna be out here moving like you're moving, knowing damn well, damn well we're in the middle of a pandemic, it would behoove you probably not to put that on social media. I mean, like you in the club, no mask on, doing whatever. That's what I'm saying. And people just think the, well, the way social media is, you can't help but share. We don't even know what you that you at the club. It's almost like you need the validation. But right now is not the time. But there are people who were at the club every week because that's what feeds their spirit or their soul, that human to human interaction because they go home to themselves. But it was giving them a certain thing that's now lacking. So those people who are responsible adults who are saying, hey, I take this pandemic serious, now they're at home. And who they, who they talking to? Probably the pets. Okay, what if they got a pet? They got one. That I've heard that's another thing that has increased is a pet adoption since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Folks out here getting the, we got fish. Like what? They only go, <laughs> pets only gonna get you so far. I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I'm not even going here. Don't be looking boy. at your pets. No, I love the boy smokes to death, but uh, that ain't got shit to do with what I was looking for when I got on TikTok. Wow. I mean, they're not the same. They're not supposed to be. Correct. So there's still a need that isn't being fulfilled. You know, an itch that ain't being scratched. Lord. So if you are struggling seriously, on a serious note, if you are struggling with depression or any types of just off, awkward feelings because the pandemic has taken a toll on your emotional state of being, get the help you need. Yes, therapy, please. And make it a priority. I know not everybody has insurance or whatever to be able to take care of that, but please make that. Uh, uh, there are uh, options out there for those who might not be able to afford therapy, you know, on a more consistent basis. But please do not put this off. If you need help, please say something. Yeah, don't start. And don't go to no dating apps yeah, out here because that's not going to fix whatever's going on with you mentally. Correct. Correct. Who Get it at the root. At the root. But this is the month of love, you guys, and so oh love, self love is where you start because it's the best love because that that keeps you from again just picking somebody just to fill a void because you might mess around and pick the wrong thing that you can't get rid of okay okay so you said for valentine's day your plan is to give something to the fish tank we i actually already got it so have you also already got your little hot sexy number for that night that you're gonna put on maybe i already got something that was the question. Did you already get something? Maybe I already got something. I haven't Maybe. bought me something new. <laughs> but now that you said that, I think I will do something like that. You know, um, again, my spice. I need to spice it up. But this is our second Valentine's Day together. So what did y'all do last time? Last time Valentine's Day, we went out to dinner and he got me roses. And what did you um, do? I got, what did I get for him? Oh, that's right. We went to the jazz thing. We went to a jazz thing. Okay. And we got dressed up. And so, yeah. Well, last Valentine's Day, I was single. This one, God's willing, I will not. Is it? Were you single? I was. Oh, yes, ma'am. That time be flying by, boy. Don't know. You think you got all the time in the world to do whatever, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, this Valentine's Day, I just don't know. I'll play it by ear. I know the Valentine's Day before last, I went on Valentine's Day because I thought it was shaped cake. Aww. Um, I like that. Oh, he love a cake. He love a cake. Liquor 
Also, you know what? I think that's the other thing we're going to start doing on ATL Watering Hole. I've become somewhat of an amateur bartender, so we're going to share maybe some drink recipes with you guys on the next episode. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, But yes, guys. Yes. About how you reignited the romance in your relationship. ATL at gmail.com. We want to hear about it. Uh, We are going to do one more episode as we get closer to Valentine's Day. Um, and just talk about what our plans are for Valentine's Day with our significant others. That we're not. This is. I just asked you what your plans are. Yes, but we'll talk about it more in depth because they could change. No. Yes, we are. Well, we. This is it. She gonna go get her sexy nightie to put on. Mm. And she's going to get that stuff for that fish tank popping. Yes, but I feel like, okay, right now. We'll talk after Valentine's Day and see what you did. Okay, well, okay, fine. This episode has been about how romance is dead. So when we come back, it's going to be how that romance was alive. Okay. (laughs) It needs to be Frankenstein out up in here. Uh That's what I want to see. Just pretend that's a new being alive. You don't know the dollar, Jake. He's allowed. Oh, it's a no, no I do not remember that. But again, I want to hear how you revived it like Frankenstein out here. I want to hear some yeah, good give stuff. Give me some tips because you know I'm always. Listen, I don't mind taking a tip from somebody if it's where I will write it down. Let's, yes, I will add it to my relegates. Mm-hmm. But uh, we also challenge the men to be a little more creative. It doesn't cost money. And women. And women, of course. But we but that's just naturally who we are. That's what you think. It's a lot of there's a lot of dull women out here. Well, are you speaking for yourself? I'm not. I'm not one of them. I told you I got all the sauce. Did you not mm-hmm. hear me? Have you not even said that I'm out of power? I got sauce, but I know some people. Who all right, so I look forward. I look forward to hearing about your sauce. I almost feel like we should do a bet. <laughs> first of all, you don't need to hear about my sauce to know it's there. You see me and you see the sauce. Okay, so I, damn, I'm trying to think, how can we do a friendly bet that can be... What? Who 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 I guess revival of romance was better? Oh, you're ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> I wanna make First a time, you started out the podcast saying that romance is alive and popular in your relationship. It is. And now you're gonna put me on the hook talking about who brought it back more. No, I'm saying again, I wanna I wanna I wanna touch you and be like, I'm gonna hit a sizzle. Because of what you what y'all did for, for Valentine's Day. Whatever you did. You're not trying you're trying to spill my juice. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to steal your juice. Now listen, uh, don't talk baked beans because I hate baked beans. <laughs> that was it. That was wrong. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> I think we need a Rihanna line. You know how that's the sauce? I'm saucy and it's always wet. Okay. You never got to use this sauce. I'm mm. 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 She a hater. She's trying to put her <laughs> on. Like, how do, who I, I was going to say who engaged it. I don't they know. Have to vote. Who had the better story? Lord. Oh, see. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll have to figure this out off, <laughs> offline. We'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Shine away from the bed, but I'm trying to see how we gauge it. Okay, well, you guys let us know. Let us know. You all reach out in the comments, you know, email us. Yes. Oh, and don't forget, we're going to post in the comments the links to. Oh, yeah, to Tracy Trees, DJ Tracy Trees, and her Black History Month program for the children about the history of music, rhythm, and blues. Awesome, awesome event. Please support Black business. Love yourself, love others. 
lead with love, guys. And whatever it is that you do. So this is EJ with EJ Lee Law Practice, where the motto is to be referee whistle official out here. You can find me at www.ejleelawpractice.legal. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at EJ Lee Law. And this is Lawana Fell of C. Fell Sperm, specializing in criminal defense, where advocacy is priority. You can find us at www.thefellsperm.com. All right, y'all. We will see you guys on the next episode. We rock, rocking and rolling. We going into episode eight. Woo! Wow. Love, Love you guys. Bye, we'll see you guys bye. soon.